Heyo, and welcome to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast where college students and faculty come together to talk about mental health, wellness, mentorship, and entrepreneurship. Together, we set and achieve goals for ourselves to get us where we want to be. I'm your host, Derek Malinzak, and this is episode 90 of the podcast. And welcome back, everybody. It is 2018. For better, for worse. Hope you're ready. (laughs) Um, And I hope you're ready for the spring semester of the College Student Success Podcast. I'm uh, really happy to be back here after a, uh, what, four or five week break. Got my batteries recharged. Uh, Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Kind of want to do a uh, what happened over my winter vacation kind of uh, podcast. So... As uh, older listeners of the show will know, uh, the first episode of each semester is where we set our goal, and uh, that's what we're going to focus on for the balance of the semester over the next uh, 14 weeks or so. So uh, make it count. Join the party, get involved in the community, and uh, set yourself a goal there. Who couldn't use some goal achievement in their lives, right? If you're a New Year's resolution kind of person, uh, maybe you want to take one of those resolutions and make that the focus of your goal achievement, uh, you know, when thinking about the podcast and and things that you want to uh, accomplish over the next three months at least. Uh, so I, I like to do New Year's resolutions. I'm sure you guys aren't surprised. Uh, so maybe I'll share a little bit about uh, what I'm trying to get uh, done this year. Um, because my goal for this uh, podcast does not actually was not on my New Year's resolution list. It was, it's just something I really want to achieve over the next three months. So let's get into it. Um, so I want to touch upon... Uh, couple of things that happened over this break. Um, I had like this one really awesome thing happen and this one really terrible thing happen. And uh, I think I'm going to use those things to really frame uh, my discussion for today. And I want to touch on four, the four elements that I stress on that in that little intro that I do. Uh, we talk about here on the College Student Success Podcast uh, four things, mental health, pretty much probably the the main thing we talk about, right? Uh, Wellness, mentorship, and entrepreneurship. And I am going to touch on all of those things because I have things to say about each of them. Uh, So this episode will be uh, kind of a a little bit about me, but I'm going to try and use the stories that I tell over the uh, next, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes, however I blabber for here, to make some points, some larger points about how these things might apply in your life as college students, as uh, you know, people in recovery, or as faculty that are trying to support people in recovery uh, for you know mental health issues or or whatnot. So, I uh, I started off the the break you know pretty standard way you know having having Christmas. Christmas was great. Um, nothing really remarkable about the holiday. Um, you know, it was all around, you know, great time. Uh, got to see my family and, um, then I got to spend some time with my brother. Uh, we, uh, he saw fish down here, uh, in Madison Square Garden in New York and gave me and my wife some tickets. So we saw a fish show 
and it was actually the 20 year anniversary uh, had passed of me seeing my first fish show. So I took some time to uh, reflect back uh, a little bit around New Year's. And, uh, and then right after New Year's, I went back to work for a couple of days and had a, a family cruise. So this was something that's been planned for uh, a little over a year. It was actually Christmas the year before, uh, and my grandfather had passed uh, in 2016. Uh, and he, uh, you know, in, in talking with my, my mom's side of the family, who was my mom's father, uh, you know, we had I'd, I'd mentioned at Christmas last year, hey, we should do a cruise because uh, we had done some cruises with my grandparents uh, before they passed. And it had been like uh, something like 16 years, I think. I think the last one was in 99 or 2000. So maybe even a little longer since we had gone on one. So we planned it over the course of this year and uh, we went. And that was awesome. But though there was a, a touch of... Um, you know, bad news that hit right before that. So a few days before that, I uh, I got a phone call uh, from one of my cousins, and they let me know that another one of my cousins, uh, somebody I was really close with, was in the hospital, and uh, it was he was in intensive care, and uh, I didn't really know or understand too much about how he got there, and then. Uh, it was a little like unsure, you know, what to do, but didn't hear anything. Uh, so we we had to fly down to Florida to board the cruise ship. We left uh, the cruise left out of Tampa, and so uh, we flew down on Saturday, and the cruise was departing on Sunday. And so we got there, you know, Saturday afternoon. We checked into our hotel. We got some dinner. Met up with my parents. Uh, everything was fine, and then I got a phone call from another one of my cousins telling me that my cousin had had passed away, that he died, and um, it was just it's just a complete shock, you know. I'm 39. Um, my cousin was, I think, 41 or about to be 41, and uh, he left behind a uh, small child, a son that is not yet even one year old. So, um, you know. His son really will not grow up to to know his father uh, personally, and uh, so uh, it was really tough um, because I was already down in Florida. Um, I, I had some some strong reservations about getting on the cruise at that point. This was on my dad's side of the family uh, where my cousin passed, so. My mom's side of the family is who I was on the cruise with. So really, um, you know, totally different sides. So I, I thought about, you know, not going on the cruise. And I actually looked into the insurance. We had, you know, trip cancellation insurance. I looked into that, but I was not able to use it for this particular uh, case. So I made the decision to, to go on the cruise, uh, you know, and spend the time with my with my family. And as such, I missed the funeral and I missed the the wake and uh, didn't really get the chance to say goodbye uh, or to really support my my family as well as I would have liked so um, 
It was uh, a tough week, despite it being like, yeah, I'm in the cruise, and we were in Mexico, and Belize, and Grand Cayman, and that's supposed to be fucking awesome, you know? Uh, And it was, um, and I really got a great chance to bond with a lot of my family on my mom's side that I, you know, also don't spend a lot of time with, but my uh, my heart was somewhere else. And... um, you know, I wasn't probably the best vacation companion for the week. Um, I know I wasn't. I, you know, just had a hard time with things. And uh, I'd say my wife probably took the brunt of that. And, uh, you know, I apologized to her afterwards. It was just hard, you know. And she understood. And she was uh, really, really supportive with all of that. Uh, so, you know, I don't really want to bring this bring this podcast down but uh i do feel it's important for me to share you know some stuff about what happens to me because it's gonna reflect you know how the podcast you know ends up being you know from the from the music that i choose uh to start the podcast off with um some of the music that my cousin would have loved (laughs) um to the content that I choose to talk about, to how I how I express myself and make my points. So, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but you just got to bear with me. Um, but it really affected my mental health, and uh, it has suffered as a result of uh, this loss because he was somebody I was uh, pretty close with. Uh, so, what did I do? You know, what are my coping strategies? What was in my wellness toolbox that I pulled out? Uh, in this time because it was tough. I couldn't use some of the tools I usually use uh, because I was away. Um, couldn't really do yoga uh, because I actually did one. I took one yoga class. They offered yoga a couple of times on the cruise. And uh, let me tell you, doing yoga while you're at sea, traveling on a cruise ship, uh, is very difficult. Uh, balance, yeah, not so much. <laughs> uh, so that was interesting, uh, and the and the yoga instructor was was absolutely terrible. So I only did one one class. So I wasn't able to use that. I, I would have used that had I been home. Um, and I really wasn't able to use the phone, you know, to to call and talk and get support from my family that was was grieving because we were really at a cell phone range. Um, Barely had internet in some of the play, in some of the ports, but to buy it for uh, on the cruise ship was like twenty fucking dollars a day or something. It was ridiculous. So I was like, nah, don't need it that much. Um, it was good to take the little uh, the little siesta. Um, so I couldn't do that, and uh, I couldn't walk my dog because she wasn't on the cruise. And so you know, several of the key things that I do, I couldn't do. So how did I adapt? Well, I leaned on the people that were there. Um, and I had a hard time in the beginning of the week, you know, really opening up. But by the end of the week, I was able to really talk. I was talking with my other cousin who him and this cousin, Chris, the one that passed were like the two, you know, two of my best friends really growing up and two of the people that really helped form me into the person I am today. Um, so I talked to him cause he, he knew of Chris, you know, he knew him and, uh, you know, talked to my parents a little bit and my brother and, um, you know, felt better, but it was hard. It took a while for me to, to open up. Um, so I did use the people around me. Um, and I used journaling, which is something that I, I've 
I've changed up the way I journal. Um, for a while, I was journaling, so you know, every so often as I needed it to really let out the feelings that I was feeling when I was really, really happy or really, really stressed or upset. Those were the times I was finding I was journaling. And then I got away from it. And uh, for the last year and a half, I've been doing journaling as a monthly exercise. So every month, as per my passion planner, uh, I look back on the last month and I sort of summarize, you know, how I spent my time, how I felt like I spent my time. Uh, I talk about the things that I've learned, the things that I can improve upon, um, things that I'm grateful for. So it's been a good way for me to to, to journal. Uh, it's different, right? You don't think about journaling as a, a monthly exercise, but that's the way it's set up in the Passion Planner. And I've gotten into that habit. And uh, it's as a result, I haven't had the desire as much to journal in the other times. Um, but I did uh, over the course of the week. Well, one particular time, I just kind of poured out all of these thoughts one morning onto my iPad. Uh, and... That was actually the turnaround point. That was when I was like, all right, I think I could talk to some other people. And, and things started to get better. It was only after I just kind of spilled all that out. I haven't even read it since um, since I did that. But those were two things. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of hard not to enjoy yourself otherwise. You know, you're on this cruise ship. We had this like, kick-ass balcony. You know, we got like a really pimp room. Um, you know, great service. You know, everything was was just really well done. You know, the food was okay. It was it was actually better than I thought it would be. Um, but just, you know, got to enjoy time with my son, got to, you know, got some warm weather in my skin. And I, I've come to realize how much I despise cold weather the older I get and how much I love warm weather. I told my wife that I want to have a winter home instead of a summer home where we could go and escape uh, the Northeast winters. Um, so, you know, it ended on a positive note. So that was my break, and that was like the the mental health aspect that uh, I want to talk about. I wanted to touch on, you know, um, things are, are better now. I, I still have some some closure that I need, um, but I will get it, I'm sure. Um, so, with respect to wellness, um, I'm happy to report that my wrists and elbows have been feeling pretty good. Uh, I've been doing my exercises on a daily basis. This is a new habit that I picked up really uh, just before I probably ended with you guys. I picked up uh, a tool, an exercise tool. It's called the Flex Bar. And um, it was something I used in occupational therapy. My OT was all about it. So uh, I, re I came to realize, you know, I have to do these daily exercises in order for me to stay well. Uh, for me to not have these relapses with my tendonitis. So I happened to be on Amazon one day and I was like, I Googled, I, I, I Amazoned it, I guess. And then it was like, oh my God, there's the thing, the tool, the torture device that my uh, OTO is used with me. And it's only 20 bucks. So I bought one. Um, and I've been, I've been trying to use it every day. Um, and I have been just about successful, except on the cruise. I brought it on the cruise, actually, and uh, they took me aside and searched my bag one day. I think they thought it may have been a stick of dynamite or something. Um, 
And there were a few days on the cruise where I just was not, I, I totally forgot, to be honest. It was not, I like to do it in the evening uh, when I'm watching TV with my wife and there wasn't much of that going on uh, on the cruise ship. So there were a few days I missed, but um, otherwise I'm in the habit. I'm trying to up it to twice a day now. Um, and as long as I've been doing these exercises, the uh, tendonitis has not come back. So that's been great, and yoga's been great. Um, I'm trying to get to yoga. I'm going to try and go. My goal is going to be four times a week, Um, but I think I can hit three times a week pretty steady. It's going to be that fourth day that I got to figure out this semester. Um, But yoga's been awesome. Um, I've sort of settled on, you know, the studio that I want to be a part of, and um, starting to make some inroads in the community. You know, I think yoga is so much for me about, it's about fitness of the mind and of the body. Um, but I, I think community is, is a big part of it as well. And I, that is actually going to be really, uh, I think my focus for this entire semester of podcasts episodes is going to be community. It's, you know, I've made it uh, wellness in the past, um, but I really, I really finding that uh, the power of the community is, can be overwhelming at times um, in terms of the need for it to feel, you know, included and to uh, overcome isolation and to grow, to just fucking grow as an adult and uh, a human and uh, continue your your learning pursuits. So I'm going to be talking a lot about community this semester. Um, so that's sort of me touching on wellness. Um and so I'll talk a little bit now about mentorship. Uh, I have uh, a goal. My goal sort of relates to mentorship for the podcast. So I guess I'll talk about my goal for this semester. Um, I want to write an article um, and submit. I guess my goal specifically, if you want to be uh, measurable about it, is by the end of the semester, I would like to submit a journal article to to a journal. Uh, so the way the mentorship fits into this is I'm going to be writing this article with two other people. I'm collaborating with two other people. Uh, one of them is my mentor, uh, who's going to be helping me, uh, write the article. And the other is a person that I'll be mentoring. So it's kind of cool to be in the middle. Um, I'm just, you know, as you know, as I talk about it so much, I'm really big on mentorship. So, um, I've sort of taken a break from it a little bit you know you get away and that's why I think mentorship is so great because it's as I need it with and that's the relationship I have with my mentor it's never something that she's pushing on me like hey we should be talking or hey you know what do you think about working on this Um, it's very protege or mentee is the person that gets the mentoring um, protege driven. So when I want to work on something, I talk to her and say, hey, let's set up a time to work on this. And she's like, sure, (laughs) because she's awesome. And so I'm meeting with her tomorrow, actually. And uh, the thing that I discussed uh, last month that I really wanted to work on this semester was writing an article. And so why, why am I writing an article? Why it, some of you might be like, uh, is it that important to you that, that that's, you know, what you're devoting your entire semester to? And it, and it actually is. Um, when you are in academia and um, working on 
especially working on getting promoted um, and getting a, a full, you know, kind of professor type of role, um, getting published in uh, peer-reviewed journals is a big deal. So I have been fortunate. Uh, last year, I was I had two articles that I submitted uh, that were accepted. Uh, one that I was the first author on that I, you know, basically would say by Derek and then, you know, other people. And one that I sort of collaborated with, I was, you know, further down the list, so to speak. But both were uh, just big accomplishments. It's hard to get, it's hard to write an article and then it's hard to get them accepted. So I don't, I don't necessarily, my goal is not to get it accepted because it's really out of my control whether or not that happens. But what is in my control is if I actually submit it. And um, I have a lot on my plate this semester. I have, I'm teaching four classes as opposed to the traditional three. Uh, I'm taking a class for my PhD. Um, and that was a goal in the past that I'd had was, you know, to kind of manage that. And that's something I'm happy to have achieved. And, and really that has become like part of my routine. I had class last night and uh, I'm feeling good about, about that this semester. Um, so why the journal article? Well, part of it is because... I mentioned like getting getting published is a really big deal when it comes to uh, promotion. So you might think like, well, if that's such a big deal, like why aren't you spending all your time on it? Uh, and the reason for that is because I have all these classes to teach uh, and take. So a lot of times the the writing because it's hard and because there's no real deadline. You know, there's nothing. Nobody in my ear. You know, my supervisor is saying week in, week out, like, hey, you got that journal article for me written? As I said, my mentor isn't going to push me, so I have to push myself. So you guys are going to push me. <laughs> well, if I um, have to get on here every week and, and report, oh, no, I haven't made any progress with that, that article, um, I'm going to feel pretty bad about myself, and I'm going to feel like I'm not being a good role model for for you. So I'm not going to do that. And then also, that's another reason why I have this, uh, this person that I'm mentoring. Um, besides the fact that they're going to be able to help me with writing the article, um, they're sort of an accountability tool as well. I need to be accountable to them. So it will keep me moving forward. So I think between having, having her and having you guys, uh, I think I'll be, I'm confident I can achieve my goal. I need some achievement, goal achievement in my life after failing so miserably last semester with my uh, goal. So I'm looking forward to mentoring uh, this student and um, we're talking today. So looking uh, forward to getting it done. And, and then my last reason before I get into the, the last thing uh, I'll be touching on um, as to why I set it for this goal is it's easy to get like almost done with an article and then have it just sit. <laughs> and that's happened to me uh, in this last year with a couple of articles um, where we get like 97% done and then it like just, you know, it's really hard to get over that hump to finish it. So that's why I want to have it submitted by the end of the semester, not quote unquote written because you could actually have it quote unquote written and then actually not submit it for a long time because of just you know you're waiting on one thing or you just you know you don't write the cover letter or whatnot but the good things I have going for me are I, I know my writing collaborators I have that set um, I know what I want to write about I know 
and I know what journal I want to submit it to. So sometimes you say you sit down and you're like, I want to write an article and you don't have those things figured out. Like you don't know exactly what your your angle is going to be or you don't know where you're going to submit it. And that's a that's something I've learned is you want to have down in your head before you actually start writing. So that's how mentorship is going to impact me this semester and yourselves. Um, faculty, uh, if you are kind of coming into the semester like, oh, another semester of teaching, you know, that's a, that's a signal to me that maybe you should be talking to your mentor, you know, about something else you could be doing to kind of keep you excited. I got a lot of shit I'm excited about this semester. I can't even sit here and talk to you all about it because you'd be like asleep by the end of it. But I would be like wide awake because it's like exciting to me. Um, and I'll, I'm sure I'll be sharing it as we go along. Uh, the last thing is entrepreneurship. So that's something I got away from a little bit in 2016. Uh, I was really big on it when I uh, designed my online class. And um, I got away from it because I experienced failure <laughs> pretty much. Like uh, I didn't realize how hard it was uh, to sell an online course. And I thought I had a million-dollar idea. I won't, I won't even lie about that. Um, and the market, the free market sort of uh, beat my ass to the ground and showed me, yeah, it's a lot harder than it looks. So, um, so you might be wondering, like, well, with that tone, why, what are you planning to do for entrepreneurship this year, Derek? And uh, so what I'm doing is uh, I'm happy to announce, actually, for this audience that that course that I had been selling, Ace Your Online Class, which is on Udemy, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, I'm no longer going to sell it. I'm going to give it away. So as of the beginning of uh, January, I made that change in Udemy. So all you need to do is sign up for Udemy and you can, uh, or if you have an account, you could just access it for free, completely for free. Uh, no more coupons. If you want to, you know, email me and I'll send you a coupon. Yeah, that you guys didn't seem too interested in that. And uh, nobody else did for that matter. So when I thought about it, I thought, well, I got this this content that's basically behind a paywall, and almost nobody has really shown an interest in it and accessed it. Um, so it's not really doing anybody any good right now as it is. So what? how can I leverage that into something that might turn into something? And I thought, well, if I just give it away, um, more people would be be likely to, you know, curious enough to try it out. And um, if they try it out, they might like it. The other thing might be like um, the people that bigger, bigger fish, you know, somebody say in charge of an online learning program at another university uh, might be looking for something like this and come across it and be like, wow, this is cool. Let me reach out to this guy and some kind of partnership could come out of that or, you know, even bigger or amazing. You know, that's that's how I think. I think of this, you know, abundance philosophy of like there's so many opportunities out there. The more ways you put yourself out there, the more opportunities you're going to have for people to connect with you. Um, so I'm giving it away. And it's amazing. I, I was stuck on a certain number of like learners, you know, because you could see how many people have signed up for your course. And since I've given away, it's like just – 
skyrocketed. You know, just people will sign up for anything if it's free. So not many of them, I would probably say, have like really delved into the content yet. But just getting the signups and the students in the course is um, encouraging. So if you're interested in um, if you're new to online learning and you are just like, ah, I don't even know what I'm doing in this online class. This course is for you. So ace your online class. Link in the show notes. Completely free now. Um, so the other thing with entrepreneurship I, I did over the break was um, help uh, my friend uh, Leisha, who has been on the podcast before. Uh, let me see if I could real quick find out where her episode was. Uh, don't have it here. But I will link to it in the show notes. I'm going to need myself a note here. Uh, so Leisha is, uh, owns her own business and uh, was working on a grant. So I helped her out with that. And that is uh, you know, something that if it were ever to get funded would be a cool opportunity for me sort of outside of my normal job. Um, so I kind of consider it a, an entrepreneurial activity. So hopefully uh, good luck to her and uh, hopefully I have some news. Well, that would be uh, much later in the year. You won't hear probably till like late summer or fall. Um, so yeah, so that's what that's what happened on my winter break. <laughs> um, I am excited for this semester. Um, as I had mentioned at the end of uh, last semester, the last episode, I mentioned that there was going to be some changes to the podcast. So this is going to be the last semester of weekly episodes. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be released on Fridays this year, this uh, semester, which is definitely weird. Uh, I've never had that as my normal release date. I've always wanted to kind of had it in my mind to release it as early in the week as possible so that you have it to kind of start your week and, you know, plan around it. You know, you might get in the habit of listening to it every, you know, certain Monday morning on your way to work or whatever. I, I'd probably never release them on Mondays, though. Um, but Fridays just work for me this semester. Um, due to my overloaded teaching schedule, I've got classes on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So Thursday is going to be my day to record, and I need some buffer time to edit and, and get all the show notes together. So I'm going to play it on the safe side and, and say I'm going to release things on Fridays this semester. If you're like, ah, that it's annoying, I wish it was on Mondays, then just save it. And uh, so it'll come out on Friday, hold off, you know, do your best to hold off and listening over the weekend, and then you got it there for you on Monday morning. Um, so, yeah, so that's one announcement. Um, and then the other announcement I had was that there was not going to be home exercises this semester. So what I'm doing is you, you will have your home exercise for today, <laughs> and that's to set your goal. And um, as I mentioned, my goal, I have mine to submit a, a, an article to a peer-reviewed journal. Um, you should set a goal too, something that is, uh, can be achieved in about three months' time. Um, looking at you faculty as well, what can you do in three months? You know, Something to push yourself from a wellness standpoint. You want to work on your mental health, you know, illness management. You want to work on you know, some kind of mentorship activity. You want to work on whatever the hell you want. I don't care. As long as it's something you want, you know, um, then it's something that I want. <laughs> so I got some some 
cool content, I think, for this final, like, regular semester. After this semester, you, I will not be just completely falling off the face of the earth. So fear not, listeners. Um, as, I, as I come up with material, I will just release it then. So you, that means on the positive side, I might be releasing stuff in the, in the middle of the summer, which is typically a time I have not been podcasting. Uh, and just as I interview people, I'll put them up. I won't be, be working on any kind of schedule. Um, and as I come up with content and ideas, I'll just put them up. So this semester, you can look forward to some interviews. I have four interviews scheduled already, folks. Uh, and one is a student in recovery, interview with a college student. Um, probably my favorite kind of interviews to do. So I already have one person committed for that. I have um, two people I had uh, mentioned at the end of last semester. One is a colleague of mine, Brittany, who's going to be talking about... Um, different scenarios involving uh, your rights as a college student and how um, you are protected uh, with accommodations and whatnot with the disability, Americans with Disability Act, and just how to protect yourself uh, as somebody with uh, a mental health diagnosis. Uh, So that'll be coming up. And then I have uh, another faculty member from uh, out in Oregon going to be talking about distal supports. So that means like the people that are like uh, at the peripheral of your life, you know, um, so that might be, you know, your mail carrier that you've known that's been on your route for a few years that you, you kind of know, you know their name, you'd see them every day, you say hi, you maybe make small talk. You, you're thinking to yourself, like, why is that person important to my recovery? Well, you should listen to my episode where I interview Greg. Uh, so look forward to that as well. And then I have uh, one other person that I've gotten since uh, I saw you last um, that I will be uh, interviewing about uh, eating disorders. Uh, and that's an area that I have not really touched on when it comes to mental health. So I'm excited to bring you uh, a new friend of mine, Kristen. So all of that coming at you this semester. Uh, in addition, I'll be doing a, a little a little mini series on um, executive functioning, or you know, improving your abilities as a student or as a faculty member to plan, to memorize, to remain attentive, and all of those things. And I'll I'll be starting that next week, actually, with a, a broad overview of what executive functioning is, what cognitive skills are. You know, if you don't know what those things are, definitely tune in next week. Um, so I think that's it. Uh, as I mentioned, I will not have regular home exercises every week. This week, your, your home exercise though, is to set a goal, you know, definitely try and get that out of, uh, get something out of this as a, as a, you know, a means for personal enrichment, uh, beyond potentially just the information I might provide. And um, I am providing a list of all of the home exercises that I've suggested over the previous five semesters that we've been running the College Student Success Podcast. You can find that in the show notes. Uh, If it doesn't make it in today, it will definitely make it in next week. I don't know. I have to do some work on the webpage to get that up. So give me a a week flexibility uh, with that. Uh, But you already have your home exercise for this week anyway. you got to set your goal. Um, before you can look at any of those other home exercises anyway. So with that in mind, this is Derek. Really happy to be back. Send me an email. Let me know or reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook. Let me know what your goal is this semester. I'd love to hear from you guys. Otherwise, until next week, peace.
West Virginia Rode a boy with a six-gun in his hand And his daring life a crime Made him a legend in his time East and West of the Rio Grande Legend in his time, east and west of the Rio Grande. 